Hey everyone, welcome to the Saucy Podcast. I'm Chloe, and today we are joined by a very special guest, uh, my friend Amal. So, Hi. what's up, Amal? <laughs> so happy Hello. to have you on here. Um, how are you? Going? I am happy to be here as well. Um, it's an honor. Thank you, Chloe, for inviting me. <laughs> I've been waiting for my turn, so I finally came. We are happy to have you to grace us with your presence and all your stories. <laughs> Thank you. I am happy to, honestly, really, really. And you're, you're, you're like the perfect guest uh, for today's episode because we're going to be talking about like crazy travel stories, right? Amal and I met through work a few years back and I remember like when we were working at the factory, like we were the only like young ones and then like, uh-huh. and honestly, like, I don't know what I would do without you. <laughs> like, it was a very bizarre time. So, yes, with the average age of people, I think before we came was probably like 40. Yeah. <laughs> or late 30s. We were, we yeah. were one of the very few um, early 20s yeah. people uh, at that point. So, yeah. Right. And I know you have traveled to a lot of places, um, a lot of exotic places, like those places that people don't normally go to. And like, you're just this crazy fun person and you come Not. back and grace us with all those like interesting stories. So that's why I think like it's so important to have you on to share with us because right now I I believe like everyone's like missing traveling right Uh, and like we're just looking for ways yeah looking for ways to reminisce on it so today's topic is really just for us to take a memory lean down all the crazy shit that we've done (laughs) and (laughs) could have been doing I would I would would, like want to preface this saying like I'm not the craziest person out there so (laughs) but but uh yes I'd be more than happy to share a tale or two I guess Usually yeah. situations happen to us more than um me being crazy. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> but what do you what do you like about traveling? I know like you go like almost like every year, right? Back then. At least once. Yeah. At um, least once. I would say more than once. Oh um, yeah, you uh, see? I, I'm pretty blessed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So so usually amongst my Malaysian friends, I'm that I'm usually that friend where when people call they have to ask that, hey, um, where are you at right now <laughs> but that was pre-covid um so the thing is yeah because i went one for some reason whenever she calls me like i'm always at the airport flying off somewhere it's just like what okay never mind so the, the um but like in all honesty i probably like traveled um maybe i think like pre-covid like the three years preceding covid that was when i really amped up on my traveling so i probably mm. went to like seven eight countries in a year so jealous um, probably <laughs> i like trying new stuff so mm. um when i go to someplace new it's always really nice to just really it's not just um the new culture obviously it's really great to see how things are different uh, from how it is in malaysia but also like the people you meet i know it's a very cliche answer but it's a reason why i think it's a cliche answer at the end of the day because I, a lot of the people I travel with nowadays, especially, are actually people I met through travels. And like, you know, we drive so well together and, you know, we end up like making plans to travel again after that. So it's, it's always really cool. And you get to meet all these cool people from other parts of the world. And then I meet their family members and oh, wow. I attend their weddings. And, you know, so it's, <laughs> it's just a gateway for me to <clears throat> just live life through other people's lenses. I mean, mm-hmm. I've only got one life. So if I <laughs> want to try and experience life um, yeah. in a different lifestyle, yeah. I have my friends to, you know, 
take me through their journey as well. So I, I don't know. It's it's a um, it's a very, it's a very beautiful way for me to enjoy the world. I guess it's there for us for the taking. So I'm taking it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's of a course, very this is made. That I just have to say this is also made possible by the fact that you know um where we work we've got like quite a bit of days off. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, shouting out to employer for like benefits. Yes. <laughs> But look at you! Like, I mean, like it does takes a lot of like, I would say openness to the fact that you're able to like travel with like people that you've met through like travels and like just a social butterfly. I mean, like I would feel very like um, scared. I guess I don't know. I've never ever actually done that before. Yeah, and that's I. A, that's a- I'm sure you just not. I don't know. Like honestly, Chloe, I really feel like you were like a really bubbly person. Um, <laughs> you probably more of a social butterfly than I am. <laughs> I just don't know why. Like I think for me, it just it just happens that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes it's really it's not all the time. Like yeah. Um, I know when I said it, it probably sounds like I make friends all the time when I go out. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, you talk yeah, to people, yeah. but like, yeah, exactly. But like, the ones who you really click with, yeah. they're very rare. So like, oh, when yeah. you find them, you just gotta nail them down. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Honestly, like having that um, travel buddy that is like that just fits like everything, yes. you know, in terms of your like having style, like your expenditure exactly. and all that. It, I think like it does, you yes. know, make a huge difference. And like when you travel. Because you're together like twenty four seven, it just shows how much like uh-huh. they react in situations where are less ideal, um, less favorable, uh-huh. and like really tough situations. Because things are bound to happen. You're gonna things be really hot, sweaty. You're gonna be cranky. You're gonna lose your way. You're gonna yep. meet weird things, weird people, and yeah, how do you, you react to that? Discover quirks and traits you never knew they had. Yeah. That sweet girl you met on the street, she has a bad temper now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we totally can get in, we totally need to get into that story like later yeah. on. It's, it's the people that makes everything, yeah. like wherever where you work or where you travel, yeah. it's the people, so yeah. Yeah, completely agree. Like it's always about the people. Like I don't care like what we are doing, but like who you do it with. My fondest memories of most of my travels are the ones where I'm sitting at the fireplace, you know, mm. at night. Yeah, I'm just sipping coffee, and the other side is like, and then you know we're just talking about whatever, you know, and the music's playing in the background, yeah. and it, it's just oh my god, it's. It's the best. That's the best. Yeah. Oh my god, I miss it so yeah. much. <laughs> like, yeah. Now that I, I, I can only live um through like my memories and also like through photos. Exactly. But yeah. Now but... I only watch five face videos on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Just to feel like it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hello, not even with people. <laughs> Now we can do like a watch party, <laughs> and then yeah, everyone's yeah, just true, like imagining at the fireplace videos on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh my god, so silly! But what are some of the like you know funny stories or like crazy stories that you have? Oh my god. Uh, okay. I have a few, but I would have to like preface like some of them. I'm gonna have to probably keep anonymous. Of course, of course. You can give <laughs> them like a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apple. Probably orange. I have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Maybe I won't start like with too crazy yet. But I think um the 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 last trip that I went before COVID hit was basically um with a friend I met um in the states. So we actually attended summer camp. Um, mm. we worked we worked in a summer camp in the states mm, at one yeah. like for three months together and then like we met um 
on and off her travels then from like five years back until now. So she actually came to Malaysia finally. We've been talking so much about her coming to Malaysia. But what one thing that I'd have to tell you about her is she's a bit insane. Um, a little insane in the sense that she's very she's the most friendly person you'll meet, but mm-hmm. she'll just like talk to anyone and just does whatever she wants, right? So yeah. I brought her to Malaysia and then we ended up going to Sabah. Um, I wanted her to like, you know, travel uh, and like learn to dive. So, you know, we could, you know, go diving together finally and stuff. But we were on this uh, island called Mabul because Mm -hmm. I want to take her to sleep at an island. All right. So there was the first night itself. We checked in and then we got a warning from the people at the reception saying like, hey, guys, um, we're going to do some fumigation um, on this day. So, you know, at 5 p.m. later, please make sure to go to the um, to go to the deck. Uh, the dock basically um, mm-hmm. so that you know we can get the fumigation done and everything I think it was because of mosquitoes or something I don't know usually what happens in Malaysia is that if there is um, a case of you know ADs or something that has cropped up then they have to do fumigation so it probably was that I'm not entirely too sure what I knew was that 5pm rolled down and then like so I told my friend like we gotta go right I, you know you don't want to be breathing on all this smoke when yeah. you know it happens and she's like oh I'm gonna mm. <laughs> like, amazing. I wanna go. and she was like taking her time but we finally did make our way to the deck though all like right. I yeah. we managed I managed to drag her out and I was just like oh crap I forgot, I think she forgot like her phone or something because she didn't want to be there the whole time. So he's like, oh, we got to go back. Like, I cannot be here. If we have time, it's fine. And I was like, no, it's only fine. We can't. I, okay, I, in general, I'm a good girl. I stick to the rules. Nobody says like no entry, it means no entry. Yeah, yeah. But this girl, okay. So she was like, it's fine, we have time. So she drags me back. Right. In, right. And it already started. I mean, oh. like the people get, because because I can hear it starting. It's just like it's fun, it's fun. We'll just like run. And our mm. our room was basically all the way to the back. We, we didn't get like the really expensive one with you know facing the ocean front. It was still a really nice place, but you know it was further back. So we ran back. Mm. And whilst we were inside, like, she's like okay, I'm just gonna hit, use the toilet before we go and everything. And then the next thing I know, I open the door so we can't run. I was just like what oh. like what <laughs> like it was so bad like you can't even see anything at all around you because it was like the fumigation had started and it was like really thick white smoke just going all around and I opened it and some of it came in and we just started like coughing and gagging yeah. because you know some of it started to come in so then I was like oh shit we can't we can't I'm so sorry am I not supposed to like curse in this no no, no it's okay <laughs> okay go ahead so I get excited I just roll out the words just come out but so so at that point I'm like okay we cannot go at this rate because the journey itself to run out is going to be like way too long and you mm. cannot see anything like we could trip on like three routes and stuff and you know along the way it's a winding path as well so like we just slammed the door back and I was like oh my god this is how we die this is how we die price is moving I took some lessons on, um, I mean, like, I know it was a very fudged up uh, fire safety lesson, I suppose. So I just basically told her, okay, you know what? Like, go and grab whatever class you can find. We need to, like, barricade. Very yeah. came whatever holes we have in the room. Like, the door had, like, a small opening. I was like, wet that cloth, put it underneath there, and then, like, um... Um, I grabbed the fan and then I turned it up. It was a standing fan. So I had to like face it towards the door so that any smoke that came out through it the door opening would like fly out again. I mean, theoretically in my head that would work. Uh, I travel light. My friend does not travel light. So we ended up using most of her clothes, but still like, <laughs> I just basically had to stuff like 
things all around. I ended up having to like hold on to cloths like the whole time because <laughs> the opening at the top, we couldn't stuff anything in. Anything we stuffed in would just fall. So I was basically just like hanging by the door, just like flattening myself on the door like for 30 minutes so that, you know, I could stop the smoke from coming in. And that was how we spent the first day, the uh, 30 minutes of the first day of me arriving at the hotel. Like, you know, almost dying. <laughs> Uh, at that point but I have to tell you the smoke still came in we were yeah. still coughing and gagging but happy to report that I am alive as you can see <laughs> sitting here she's fine as well I cannot say that we did not lose a couple of brain cells but the fact that you know we disobeyed everything probably proves that we didn't have much to begin with <laughs> so, uh, so um yeah. yeah, that one that one was honest. Uh, I know I usually say like crazy things tend to happen to you, but some stuff it was because of stupid actions. So uh, that was one story I had where I almost died from you know being gassed to death with a friend because oh we couldn't God. listen to instructions. Yeah, like, mm, but did she regret it afterwards? I mean, <laughs> no, she's incorrigible. No. Honestly, she's oh. that, she's a, she's a friend who always has stories to tell. And this is the reason why she has so many stories to tell. She's just lucky she hasn't died. Yeah. <laughs> because, well, that's yeah, kind of true. <laughs> exactly. Like, just completely fearless, as I hear. <laughs> yeah, she is. But honestly, Chloe, like, I'd love for you to meet her one of these days. Yeah. I, if she comes back to Malaysia again, I'd definitely, I think you guys can hit it off. Oh, okay. She's really yeah. fine. Yeah, I would love to. Honestly, I mean, like, I, I'm 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 gonna be looking forward to what three of us could end up doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a few friends I want you to meet though. So, just so you know, some of them are a bit insane. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what about you? Like, any near death experiences when you were on your trips or something? I think I almost got kidnapped once. <laughs> yeah, okay. like okay, it's um, like. Right? <laughs> Maybe it's because like, I'm playing too much in my head. So well. I was going to go on uh, Easter break uh, during, was it April? Yeah, I was going to go to London. Uh-huh. And then we're going to like en route like, to Amsterdam from London. Yeah, and so the I objective wait. for actually like going to London was actually really funny as well. Because it was our final year. And then my friend and I decided that, you know what? Like, we don't have much time left. And then we realized that we have never actually partied in London. <laughs> So yo, yeah, like you know, so, I, just, I just want to say this though, like because you look so sweet. I always like every time you tell me you go clubbing, I'm like, you go clubbing in my head. And I'm just like, I just always have a hard time grasping it. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I just have to say it. This is not <laughs> mom's conversation so many times. This is not mom approved episode but <laughs> yeah sorry just but, tell yeah. your mom oh you know no episode coming out this week so don't bother <laughs> but honestly like I'm not that wild okay like I'm still I still like kind of like I don't I don't do like really like uh-huh. you know, ratchet shit That's okay? why they yeah yeah <laughs> So For real, because we were there for like sort of like serious business okay like a uh-huh. conference the next day it was like a networking event like blah 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 like adult shit okay but we were like you know we gotta still do our crazy shit so we reached london <laughs> we now like get ready and we were gonna uh-huh. go to the we were gonna go to the club and i'm a very cheapskate traveler super like cheapskate and i like walking i don't really like you know like if, if I can save any means of, like, transportation fare, I'll do it. Like, I'll do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so I went and obviously got <laughs> lost. <laughs> got lost because, like, I don't know where I was going. I was, like, using my Google Maps. And, like, it was really dark. I couldn't find the place. 
anyways, my direction sense is not very good to begin with, but yeah, but yes. <laughs> so most of the time, like when I reach somewhere, it's just by accident. <laughs> it's like, oh, you just <laughs> pray to God, like, yeah, take the wheel. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I think that is it. Like, I just do by like trial and error. So. And my friend was really patient with me. Like she allowed me to still be the, be the like tour guide, and she just like followed uh-huh. me despite I'm like, oh, like you know, like like back and forth, back and forth. I think it's yeah. left. Yeah, I think. 50 chance at this point, but hey. <laughs> so then we ended up in a very dark alley. Oh my god! And like it, it just screams like bad vibes, out, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like bad vibes, and it was just the two of us, right? And like you know we couldn't i mean obviously with our sizes there's really nothing much that we can do even if we're like right. natural yeah cream. yeah i don't I mean, think like those who don't know this because it's only like a square like chloe is a good um cute size <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you didn't say fun size <laughs> a fun size means you know big <laughs> Oh, you're yeah. cute size. Oh Baby yeah, shirt. <laughs> cute yeah, size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then we we kind of like wander around the alley for like maybe like a couple minutes, and then like uh-huh. I mean I try to like look around my surroundings and stuff. I was like you know like okay like is there anybody you know I should I be like should I be running now like should I be like walking faster? But like but it looks like we were at the back of the club. And I was just uh-huh. like, you know, I'm sure there is an entrance somewhere that I can go in mm-hmm. from here. So that's why I was like lingering around. And then all of a sudden, yes, like that's what normal people do, Chloe. <laughs> like, all normal people do. Like, let's go to the murder alley and yeah. hope for the best. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I was just so like, I was like, like stupidly bold. And then all of a sudden, there were three. There was a there were cars like parked at the roadside, and then there was three men like really big men like just like came out mm-hmm. and like it was just like literally like next to us and then i was like okay like that's not normal and he was like hey like are you guys lost and then i was like like i don't think like i want to reply and then they just kind of like you know followed? like followed us yeah and they were In like the car like inching like you're no, no, walking no. and then the car was following you no no they came out of the car like yeah, they they opened their door and they came out of the car like all three together, and like I was just like, oh my god, this is really bad. And then they were like, oh, do you need any help? And I was like, no, 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 I don't need any help. And I just kind of like ignored them. Like, I was like walking, and then they just kept on following us. And uh-huh. like, hey, I'm sure you need help or something like that. I was like, oh my god. And I looked to my friend. I was like, you know what? This is the time that we should run. <laughs> I think I think we just kind of like had a really quick reflex and it was just run and I, we had no idea where we were running so like I just grabbed her like we were just uh-huh. like holding it and then we just like run and then like as we ran it was like today's not a day to die today's not a day to die <laughs> oh my god okay but were they chasing you though yeah yeah they like- were yeah they were like they were just like following okay. us to, uh, yeah to a great I would say like a few meters and then like we just kept running and then it, it was very terrifying because like of the potential of the potential maybe they are nice people i don't want to you know i mean okay yeah. like yeah. logically right if they were yeah. nice people and they see you running because yeah. they were scared because you guys were scared of them yeah you would not chase yeah true that true that. <laughs> like, i mean um i yeah. think you did yourself a solid by actually running <laughs> 
I mean, even like, oh God, okay, I cannot yeah. imagine. Yeah, I, I've bad. never, I've never had that happen to me though. Like, oh. you know, being chased by people in that sense. Then okay. again, I don't necessarily, you know, go to dark alleys in the middle of the night by myself. Yeah, I only just, you know, go to situations where they gas to gas, but not, you know, go inside murder <laughs> alley. So that's that's where our um, cute logics defy. <laughs> People don't make people don't make good decisions, but it's different sort of you know bad decisions. Yeah, I mean, like I blame the direction sense. Honestly, they brought me there. Okay, but <laughs> sure, sure. Let's let's blame that. Like, yeah, dude. Like it was, it was, it was like I think like I I kind of like regret at that instant. Like honestly, because it's really out of character as well to like. You know, to do something like that. At least, like, you have like few friends um, with you yeah. to like do these kind of things. But I guess, like, you know, we we're like, it's gonna be the last time. It's gonna be the last year. You know, when you always count on like these last, last, last moments, you just uh-huh. end up making really, really bad decisions. So, funnily, it's like we just ran right through um, the right path, right towards the club, <laughs> and then we just oh, like, ended up there. Yeah. So it's like I don't know how, but it just brought us there, and then. It was huge. Like it was a, it was like a huge place because like where we come from, Newcastle is like really small. Like you know, the clubs uh-huh. are really small, and like it was like a huge club. And then they had like security checks. They had like food, food booths outside, and it was like. And you food- had like a whole luggage with you. No, no, no. no we no, no, no. We already like put our stuff back. Oh, right. Okay. The, yeah, but it was like literally like once we landed there and got ready, and then we were just like. That, like, right, then you went to the club. Yeah, right. yeah. I thought you were going clubbing with the luggage because oh know, god, I, like, I haven't not, I have not reached that level yet. But right. <laughs> like I said, it was really big, and they had like different, different like rooms where you can club, which is like different music, and it was really new to me as well because I came okay. from like a kampong, so like the kampong doesn't have this kind of things. Oh, right? No, no yeah. judgment, girl. I, I don't think I've been to a club, and if I have, I clear it publicly. Yeah, yeah. Here. Hello. <laughs> yeah, you better not. <laughs> so go ahead. You can tell me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm telling you, right? Like, so it's like it's like you know different areas, and we went from like different rooms to different rooms. It was so boring, like, and there were like so many weird people like just coming up to us, like you know, like trying to talk to us. And honestly, like it was so boring, and I was like. I want to leave now because I, I'm not enjoying myself and like actually mm-hmm. we, actually I was really tired we were all really tired because of all that crazy running from the day and you know like trying to sort out that shit and we have a really early start the next day as well where we're supposed to do like yeah. adult shit so <laughs> I was like you know adult let's go shit, okay. yeah I was like you know let's go my friend was like no we gotta make money's worth you know we gotta stay so I was like, okay, fine, like, you know, let's stay in and See, like, that's a point I just have to say like, it's a point where you're just like forcing yourself to have fun yeah <laughs> it's and it's so annoying because like it's really like the music was terrible like there was nothing that Mm. you can vibe towards and then in the end we sort of met a group of people like these are malaysian people you know when you meet malaysian people you're like oh my god like you know like suddenly i don't know my experience in london is that malaysians be malaysians they're like oh so malaysian really (laughs) oh i don't know but like for that moment i felt like maybe because I don't know, like, there was a sense of, like, home belonging. Uh-huh. I, I experienced that as well. But, like, I think it, it leans more towards, like, if you see somebody that is familiar, then you kind of, like, mm-hmm. you're kind of happy. So then in the end, kind of, like... weird yeah. thing, like, that happened to me only in London, but, like, in other parts of the UK, they, it'd be more like, oh, my God, Malaysia, yay, come here, join a picnic. Yeah, you know, so... London yeah, people sorry, are more posh. 
London people are, you know. Uh, oh, like, oh, oh, there's just too many Malaysians in London. Too many. <laughs> but, but to be fair, because I because they are not originally from London. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think so they were actually going to go to the same event that we were going to the next right, day. So, right, yeah. Okay. So I think that's why like you kind of like chat and all that. So we ended up like, you know, like talking and having fun, blah, blah, blah. So then after that, I think we took like a couple of pictures, blah, blah, blah. And then like it just kind of ended from there. And then I was kind of like, you know, um, because it's so out of character, right? I was like, you know what? Like just whatever, because like, you're not going to meet these people again. Like honestly, like okay. you're, it's the chances of you meeting them like again it's very very rare maybe like the next day but that's about it right so then okay. oh my god this is the embarrassing part a year later i was back in malaysia uh-huh. <laughs> and then at this point i actually cannot remember like what are their names or like 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 how they look like and then they, there was one night i just kind of like this this is this is really early um towards me coming back so that was when like I was still very energetic, you know. <laughs> I could still okay. have a lot of life in me. I texted my friend. I was like, hey guys, like, what are you guys doing You're tonight? You're dead now. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm dead now. I was like... Dead inside. <laughs> yeah, dead inside. Like, honestly, like, going out, like, come on. Like, no, I just, like, don't don't call me. <laughs> oh, you got a 9pm? Are you an animal? <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm, time to... Time to go to bed. But that was me. Like, I was, like, texting my friends. Like, hey guys, you know, like, what are you guys doing tonight? Like, uh, do you guys want to, like, hang and stuff? Like, just, you know... Grab, grab a coffee or something and like a friend a friend texted back and said like oh yeah uh i'll be you know i'll be here blah blah blah. uh do you want to come and i was like sure like why not so i was like okay let's go and then he texted me again said, like, oh um but there will be some of my friends who are there i hope that you're not uh, uncomfortable with that i just want to let you know so i was like and then this is me saying like oh you know the more the merrier <laughs> who am i so i went there and i was like chatting then suddenly this guy came in and he gave me a really funny look he was like mm. i was like like okay is there something on my face and then he just pulled out his phone of the picture uh-huh. that we took it was like are you this girl <laughs> uh, uh yes <laughs> hello there a long lost friend <laughs> oh my god like and the fact that he pulled it out like so quickly there like, as though like it was you know, like really up in his photo gallery. Oh my god, that's so not weird. Forgotten you. That is, mm. but Chloe, uh, is it a surprise? You're a pretty girl. No. <laughs> no, this is like the weirdest experience ever. So yeah, so that 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 basically is a very long winded story of like how I almost got kidnapped, and then in the end, it just turned out really, really embarrassing. <laughs> so the right. moral of the story is that first of all, uh-huh. don't go to dark alleys that's for one that's for safety purpose uh-huh. and second oh, yeah, of all yeah, don't think the world is too big because you really yes. you know like this thing follows you like i almost thought that you know it's gonna be like a that was it like you never, yeah. yeah you never know when a random guy you met a year ago would save a picture of you on his phone just to whip it out and be like is this you <laughs> yeah this you you oh, and me yeah. this is this is something something's happening <laughs> And and he and he actually even brought up the fact that like oh you guys you didn't accept our invite on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that is awkward. So okay, like this is awkward. not related to travel at all, but like I there are a few people on my feed. Like this is when yeah. Facebook was still a thing, right? I don't think yeah. Facebook's a thing anymore. But yeah. like I just hated the stuff that came out from this guy. Mm-hmm. So I and there were a few of them. So I just like you know what I'm just no unfriending these people, and. 
like I got called out for it. Like this one oh. specific dude, I was like, dude, you, you, why would you like unfriend me? And I'm like, oh, sorry, it must have been a glitch or something. And, I again. and then it happened again, and I unfriended him again, and he called oh. me out again. Oh, and I was like, come on, man, like. You know that this is not like the first time. You should have just like had the decency to just ignore it. Okay, but yeah. yeah. So, okay, not really into travel, but yeah. Okay, but like on the point of you, yeah, going to the dark alley at night, right in London. I just want to say, like, when I did that, okay, I didn't go into dark, murdery alleys itself, but I just want to say, London at night at two, three a.m. is a whole different thing altogether. Mm. Like. Um, the only reason I'm bringing this up is also, I mean, I kind of needed to travel because this was like the first time I traveled alone without my parents. So pre-uni, I was basically traveling with my family, with my parents, and it's always like with a tour group. And then I went to London and I just discovered like, it, I, I had a, a whole reality shift where I discovered like, you don't have to go to tours with, with tour groups, you know, mm. you can just make your own stuff and just go wherever yeah. you want. So it kind of like changed my world completely. So the first thing I did was basically um, plan a trip to London with my friend because I was studying in Reading at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, um, so because we were cheapskate, and I tell you, right, like I am the ultimate cheapskate. I basically graduated from there, lifestyle inflation and everything. But like pre, pre-work me was such a cheapskate. And um, we basically didn't like book any accommodation. We were just going to like wrap it out <laughs> on the street at night. Like, okay, so we thought that, you know, like moss, in Malaysia, like, open 24 hours. Yeah. But, you know, like, we'll just go to a mosque and just, like, sleep there or something. <laughs> That's not the case at all in London. Okay, so this is, like, really stupid. So we ended up, like, being um, accommodationless. Like, you know, it was partially homeless at that point, like, in London. So I just want to say that London at 3, 4 a.m. is so different than yeah. in the daytime. Because yeah. that's when people, like, it's so dirty. Like, you got all the trash that comes out because people were out clubbing and everything. And, you know, mm. I guess people litter in general. But it just kind of, like, brought a whole different side that I didn't see before. Because I've been to London before then. But that was the first time I was there at night. As I don't know. I just I found it, like, it's just really different. And the people who are out at that time is a whole different... Because daytime London is, like, people are always like, rushing to go yeah. to work. They're always <laughs> running yeah. for something. At night, it's, like... Um, I don't know. I guess it's, it's weird, a, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. for me, I think it was it's like 180 because I always just imagine it's a bustling met- metropolitan mm-hmm. and that, like, you know, it doesn't, um, it's always alive, but it's kind mm-hmm. of like muted, and that's when, like, all the, the cleaning happens, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. like, that's when, like, people pick up the trash and, like, we're cleaning up the streets, and it kind of like made me realize, oh, so it's like. It does take a lot to actually maintain such a huge city like London. And yeah. it's become like a whole city planning thing now. <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of like, like, I don't know, it's, it, it kind of just gave me a different perspective of how cities in general are maintained, mm. I guess. And, yeah. yeah, they usually do that but never night, again, right? though. Yeah. Never, never again, again doing that, like not sleeping, not having accommodation in London. That's stupid. Like you can easily get a 15 pound room yeah. by night. I don't know why we did that. We were dumb kids. And we were like literally walking around Whitechapel and East London and God. stuff because like we didn't know where we were gonna sit and it was so cold. I should probably point out that it was actually winter yeah. at that time. And then um, we ended up like staying at, at McDonald's though, so, uh, twenty four hours McDonald's. And, and of course, because we we're cheapskates, we just ended up buying like one cup of coffee and like oh staying. And I was just like surprised that no one actually kicked us out because and I was sick at that point, so I was like literally just, like sleeping on the table. 
Oh God, that is bad. Like, was like guiding our stuff. Oh, that was just sad. I don't know why we bring it up and like airing this out to the world. In terms of like being a cheapskate traveler, I think yeah. that is great. But I feel like after all the experiences, don't try to save up on that one night accommodation just find somewhere very cheap yeah because yeah. you end up really not getting enough sleep and then yeah. it ruins the whole trip like you get very cranky it it. yeah yeah it does it. but i gotta say this though um like with this okay so i i definitely agree in the, in the sense that like, for that night sleep you should always have accommodation mm-hmm. but like i have friends who are like really hardcore travel bugs mm-hmm. like um and i've traveled with the the first time I traveled with them, I re- I really had the jitters. Not really the jitters, but I'm just like, I don't understand how you can travel like this. But they never book accommodation. They would book a car, right? Um, maybe for the first night only of where we're landing, then they would book because they know that we're going to be there. But the subsequent nights, it's like no accommodations booked because they don't want to be tied down to a place. For them, it's wow. like, I don't know where I'm going to be the next day. Like, you don't know why people might invite you to go on or where to go on. And honestly, it's true. Like mm-hmm. you end up like getting tied down to a place yeah. just because you've already booked your accommodation. Yeah. So these, like some of these girls that I travel with, they just straight up like, yeah, like, no, um, we will, you know, we'll figure it out closer to the night. Like if you decide we're going to stay here, then, you know, we'll just book a place online and then we'll just go there. So I've had travels with this, like this one specific girl, I think that was the first time I broke that um, no accommodation virginity. <laughs> and it was like in Croatia, and you know, oh. all we had was a car. And it was just like insane. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of like freaked me out. But the more I traveled with her, the more desensitized I became. Um, sometimes you end up with a bargain, sometimes you end up spending a bit more. But like her logic is that, look, I'm going to be here only one time and I yeah. don't know what kind of adventures are going to come up. So I want to enjoy my time. So the budget that she has set is that it's already kind of limited. But she had told me that it had actually happened to her where this this kind of backfired on her where she ended up not having an accommodation. So she ends up sleeping at like weird places. Uh, I think in the car in the middle of winter and wow. uh, scared for scared for her life, but it was only one time out of the many times that she's done. So she said, "Odds are you're gonna be fine." <laughs> wow, that is that is yeah. like, I mean, like I don't I don't know if I would ever do that. Like if I could ever, I never really heard about yeah, it. I would say that I have warmed up to the idea. Like if yeah. it was just me, I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, but if I were to be traveling with people who are actually okay with it then that's fine basically speaking of which like that friend i went one of the one of the craziest trips i've been to is actually with her honestly i would say like probably 30 percent of the craziest trips i've gone to are probably because i traveled with her because crazy attracts crazy right yeah, yeah. Like, i'm not but like for some reason she's decided that i i am okay to be part of a travel circle so i kind of just like latch on and hope she wouldn't notice that i'm one of the milder ones <laughs> but and she's been inviting me over so i'm fine i'm just gonna go with it but yeah. the only reason i know her was because when um so i mentioned that i was i worked at a summer camp in the states mm-hmm. right so after the summer camp i went traveling so a majority of the trip i was traveling solo I think I was heading towards the end of my trip when I was in San Francisco and I was supposed to meet up with that girl who I almost got gassed to death with but like we were down we did um we we were both not locals she's yeah. from the she's from the UK I'm from Malaysia and then 
we didn't exchange numbers and we just said okay at this time at this date meet at this place and <laughs> she didn't show up and i couldn't even call her to see if anything happened um so i ended up meeting her anyways like by coincidence whereas i was like on a different day and like oh my god where, you are? where were you yesterday and she was like yeah, there was a delay and everything um but we only hung up for a bit um and then she had she she, she rented a bike uh to go cycling like to a different district and I'm like dude so then we ended up not hanging out with each other so I ended up exploring the city alone majority of the time yeah, yeah. So I think I was like taking a photo of the sand of the um the the, the bridge oh, no, what's that bridge called uh okay the, the golden gate bridge is it yeah the golden gate bridge so mm-hmm. I was like taking a photo of it so this girl just came up randomly to me and was like hey do you mind taking a picture of me and I was like, sure. So then we got talking and then like, I discovered that she herself was kind of like traveling alone. So she's, uh, she was doing like the work visa in Australia, but she was like, I need to take a break from Australia. So she decided to fly to the States. I don't know. It's like the whole other side of the world. But yeah, that's her. So she was also on a road trip to the States. And so we kind of just like got talking and then we we're like, oh my God, you also traveling alone. Yeah. So she said, let me walk you back to your hostel. And I'm like... Oh you know what, why not, I'm alone, I'm lonely, let's just walk, so it was like, you know, a 10 minute walk, so we kind of just like got talking about random stuff, in fact, like she kind of invited me to go with her to see the Grand Canyon, I think at that point, but I had a flight booked to Miami already at that point, so I was like, I'm sorry, Mm. and so I was like, I don't know you, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like these people Um, are just so cool, isn't it, like they just, yeah, yeah, they're so cool, but you know what, like, yeah, I mean, the best adventures are always over, but you always have, it's always a risk that you have yeah, to take yeah, this kind yeah. of thing. So, um, I was like, you know what, it's fine, like, you know, we'll just exchange contacts, and then, you know, we'll add ourselves on Facebook and see, you know, maybe one day we can travel together. I mean, we did mention that, like, during that 10 minutes walk, and then basically mm-hmm. it was just like, okay, bye, like, you know, she's gone off to her Grand Canyon adventure. Yeah. She, said, like, she was trying to anticipate, like, oh, we're going to ride a helicopter. We're going to go whitewater rafting and everything. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what, where, where exactly it was. I'm not really sure whether it was whitewater rafting sailboard there or not. But anyways, so, like, mm-hmm. then we parted ways, yeah? Uh, added her on Facebook. So, like, one year later, right? Like, this, this is, like, there's a one-year gap then where we kind of just, like, like each other's photos on Facebook and just, like, oh, cool trip. Nice picture. You know, those kind of things. You yeah, know, it's yeah, like yeah. the fly kind of thing. <laughs> But like one random day, um, during closer to spring break, she messaged me out of the blue and said, "Hey, do you want to go to Croatia with me?" <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, you know what? Why not?" <laughs> not? <laughs> I was not for like ten minutes. Why not? <laughs> so uh, I don't have plans. I, I mean, I really didn't have plans by then. I just knew that like, I wanted to go somewhere. Um, and then um, so we kind of like decided that we were we're gonna meet up. Um, so she was going to bring like some of her friends she met through her travels, I think, or some charity or something. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to ask one friend of mine to come yeah. in. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I fully support. disclosed to this friend. Yeah, <laughs> I fully disclosed to this friend saying that, okay, just so you know, like, I don't know this one girl. I only met her for like, a really short time. So are you okay with it? And she's like, I'm going to, yeah. So, so she, she was like, she was down for it. So then um, she flew into London to meet up with me. She flew from Norway. So, you know, she's more proper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was kind of afraid of that also because, you know, I'm putting her into a very uh, weird situation. And then, like, uh, we met up. And then, like, we kind of met up with that girl in um, Croatia, I think the northern part of Croatia. <laughs> so she brought along two, these two other girls, right? Yeah. These two girls are basically sisters. Um, yeah. And 
apparently, like, and I don't know this until much later, she wasn't even that close to these two girls. She was just like, <laughs> I traveled with them one time. They seem kind of okay. So I kind of just, like, decided to just tag them along. But I'm like, okay, so it's five of us. We kind of maximized the car. We split the car five ways, yeah. you know. So it was, like, really cheap. And even, like, throughout the trip itself, like, you know, we were still kind of, like, getting to know each other. We had that, you know, tension oh. a little bit. You know, when it comes to getting to know each other. Yeah. But it worked out. Honestly, um, but that's like maybe we can talk about it later. What okay, so so wait, hang on. Can we just give them like a like a like a name, like a right? Okay, yeah. so let's give um my friend the one yeah. my friend from Norway. Let's yeah. call her. Uh, let's call her. I just a. call Norway. <laughs> I don't know. Norway. Okay, we'll call her yeah. Norway. Yeah. Right? And then, yeah. um, the friend that I met in San Francisco, we'll call yeah. her A. Okay. And then the sisters will call B and C. So okay. that, you know, it'll be easier. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't really can't remember. A, B, C, and Norway. <laughs> Early <laughs> on, it was kind of okay. We cycled around. Everything seemed fun. And then, like, day two came around. And then we kind of, like, drove to the okay. lake. So we parked, went to the entrance, paid for the tickets. So, like, again, like I said, there were, like, five of us, yeah? So then my friend A, the one I met in San Francisco, and um, let's call uh, C, the sister mm-hmm. of um, the girl who is the star of the story <laughs> so a and c i have to preface saying like you already know my friend a is crazy because like yeah. she's the crazy one a yeah. c is also at her level in uh, basically um so we we basically started walking and there were apparently when you get to the park there are two paths that diverge you can take either one so i think it's supposed to be a loop but basically path two had um a sign that says no entry um, path is closed, I think because of the landslide or something. So ANC, being ANC, decided that no entry means please go this way. <laughs> 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 they were like, oh, we're going to take Rana. Yes, oh, yes. <laughs> okay, okay. And then, and then Norway, myself, and B were like, uh, no. So Norway, myself, and B, I have to say, we are boring. Okay, we're not boring people. Norway is actually pretty fun. Yeah. It's fun. But we, we don't, we don't want to get deported. You know, yeah. that's the main agenda, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. the reason why we decided to take the boring path. So we split ways. So I was, I ended up with B, which is the star of the story, right? Um, the two of us. So the three of us basically like started walking. And the thing is, um, we passed by like a bunch of caves at that point. So this is where the weird thing started, uh, basically. Um, this is like the, the pre to the actual event that kind of freaked me out a bit. Um, so we started walking, went through some caves, and then she kind of just like grabbed our hands and was like, um, can you give me a sec before we enter the cave? And she kind of just like stayed away. Um, and then she's like, okay, just just stay a little bit further away. And I'm like, um, okay, apparently she needed a moment. She's so, the one that kind of like claimed to have been possessed yeah, in general. Yeah. Okay. So this is like before before I saw any of it. And um she, she, she grabbed our hands and said, like, um, just give me a moment. Can you guys just stay away a bit from me? Um, just walk. And then, like, just walk further away. So she kind of, like, distanced herself. But, like, when we were walking, right, um, and she was, like, behind us, we can actually hear her, like, mumbling something, like, talking by herself. And, and I'm like, so I don't know, like, okay, at this point, like, it was only day two of us knowing her. I don't want to, like, make things weird by just being like, hey, especially when we're in the cave. It always happens when you're in the cave. And it's like, you know, caves can be a bit cold and creepy yeah. and stuff. And then, you know, so that, so then when we would walk out of the cave, she's fine. We walk again. But she still says, okay, just, you know, keep a distance between you and me. And then we enter another cave and it happened again. And then, like, uh, and then I think, like, 
for 10, 15 minutes, we walked and this thing happened. So then we got to like um, a place where it was, there were no more caves. So it was like a long line of just like walking by the lake. Um, and then she kind of said, sorry if I freaked you out. Um, so it's basically, um, I have this thing where I, I so she, okay, so she basically came clean at that point. She was like, came clean and told me that I actually have um, a couple of spirits living in my body. And I was like, okay. Um, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with this information. <laughs> um, so, uh, so she was saying like, yeah, so apparently um, I've got like, I think she claimed that she had like five or six spirits who lives inside her body and she's like the host. Um, and so sometimes whenever she's in distress or she's in like a dark space or her condition isn't really good, they come up and take over. So then... Oh I got kind of like, all right, good to know. Because um, I, I, I don't know, I didn't know how to process that information at that point. So my go-to was just be like, smile and be like, okay, let's carry on. <laughs> my friend was like, oh, my, my, the weird thing is my friend was, um, she kind of wanted to know more about this. Oh. She started talking to her and just like asked for the information. I kind of needed more time to process it. Or I kind of just like decided, you know what? I don't want to process this. I just want to carry on with this trip and just have fun. So then that's okay. So um, so then like, you know, a couple of these passed. And, you know, whenever she was really cold or in the middle of the night, it, it would happen. Like at night, like no one wants to sleep with her because like the, the, the she, she's a, okay. So she's French. Okay. So yeah. I, I don't really understand I mean that I don't understand French to begin with but apparently my friend says that that's not French that's not any language in the world she's speaking like a completely different language uh, oh so I'm getting chills okay so you know so none of us actually want to sleep with her we all end up like huddling in a different uh, room um but like in order to not you know offend her we kind of just take turns um uh so myself and norway we end up like because we be friends sorry that's a thunder oh uh, okay i just want to say like coming up like the story was quite a bit of thunder so, uh, so, okay so so like his, so most of the time his sister or my friend a would be the ones to take turns to sleep with her but they always end up like you know going out after that because they, they get scooped out as well um but the 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 combination of it like the the climax of it basically where it got really bad was um, I think at that point we were driving from Croatia to Montenegro and we we're having really like uh, really lots of fun on that day like we went up to this place called the Tara Canyon went ziplining but you know we were really exhausted by the end of the day and the dumb thing was it was a day trip okay so we drove from um, I'm not sure whether we were from Bosnia or from Croatia at that point, but we drove into Montenegro and we're like, you know what, we're just going to spend one day. And then um, we were originally going, we were supposed to be staying overnight in, um, in, in Montenegro itself, but my friend freaked out because she was like, I don't know these people. And it's like so dark. Um, she didn't want to, she did not want to sleep over there. So just a fun, not fun fact, but like a fact about Tara Canyon. It's a canyon, but it's basically a plateau, meaning that for you to get there, you actually have to drive up a mountain um, mm. all the way up to the plateau. So once you get to the plateau, it's really flat, but the journey itself was like a really winding road that goes up vertically. So you're literally driving like next to um, this abyss of, you know, uh, 
nothingness on your side as you drive. And this is during the daytime we were driving, okay? So we kind of like got lost track of time when uh-huh. whilst we were there. Yeah. And then it was nighttime. Oh. My friend was like, no, I'm not sleeping here. We cannot. We have to go back to... And I think she wanted to go back to Dubrovnik or something. So then... Um, so so we, we kind of like piled into the car, started driving. And of course... As we were driving, it started raining heavily. There was thunder. There was lightning. We were all exhausted. And the spirit came and out. Was, you know, like we started the drive, and so it was like it was the perfect storm, literally yeah. and figuratively. I I would say. So we were driving down the we were driving down the cliffside. Okay. Yeah. And of course, it was like um, there was so many when. It's like a horror movie. You know when the lightning flashes and then the sign like danger? <laughs> because it was a landslide here. So there was so many danger every time lightning came out. And I was just like, if this isn't, if this isn't um, <laughs> foreshadowing, I don't know what this is. <laughs> so so we, we drove down. We drove down the cliffside. Suddenly, I heard, okay, so visualization yeah like my friend a was driving in front yeah c uh was in front in the passenger seat and then my friend nori was on my right and b the star, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the star was on my left so i was like my dad in the middle okay okay so when we're driving now and then suddenly like she starts crying where so <laughs> it's just like sobbing <laughs> like that okay and then her hands started having a life of its own so she was like really crying and, and then, like, like, her hands were kind of, like, moving, like, I, 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 okay, like, if this is to go out without video, the way I would describe it would be basically, like, it was just, like, she was jerking to the right. Her right hand was jerking to the right towards like, me. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Oh. so it was, like, she was hitting me, basically, like, okay. yeah. so she'd be crying, and then, like, the minute later, she'd be laughing. Oh. <gasps> and then she'd cry again, and then she'd laugh again, and then she'd cry, and then she would slam her head onto the head seat behind her. Oh so she just, like, laugh and then cry and then slam her head and then she kept doing that with her hand jerking towards me and then I think it kind of got like weird for the rest of us because we knew she at this point she already told us that you know if this were to happen don't be scared like it's just you know the spirit trying to take over the body and then um you know, just ignore her if this were to happen but like how yeah. how do you ignore something this jarring and you're <laughs> at the freaking mountain and it's like the shield between her and the rest of the people in the car my biggest fear at that point was like if this is really like a a spirit thing or if this was a psychotic break whatsoever i'm just really afraid that she would like start attacking anyone and yeah like i was like i was saying like we're really driving on the cliffside and the roads were dark because it's a cliffside you're not supposed to be driving in the middle of the night in the rain but again like bad decisions Follow this. Oh I mean, we follow bad decisions. I think that we more fair to say. That's so dangerous. Um, that is. That is. And then I was like, oh my God. And so then she started talking. Oh! Um, started speaking in a weird language again. And I were like, we don't understand you. So then she switched languages a couple of times. I think she spoke. Um, 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 yeah. So she, and eventually she started speaking English. Uh, okay, so when she started speaking English, that was her again, apparently. 
and it was like uh, she's like i can't stop it guys like this is like the reason why she's doing that hand jerking things because apparently this the spirit is trying to leave her through her thumb through her hand and i'm like you just leaving you through your hand and you're touching me this time and she's trying to get it to me <laughs> and I was like, but of course I wasn't. I didn't say that aloud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you were thinking it. <laughs> okay, I've had a lot of, like I said, like I've had a lot of travels, um, and stuff. But I've been very blessed in the sense that I've never ever felt like I was in a situation where I was not safe. Even when I was saying that I was afraid that I was gonna get gassed to death, I didn't really yeah. think that you know. I, I never had the thought like, oh shit, like this is this might be where I die. But that trip, that that moment when that happened, that oh, I yeah. had that. That was the first time ever I ever experienced that. And I've gone skydiving. So, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh my god. And I, I probably should say this also, like my mom kind of did not know that I was going oh, to um dear. Yeah, so I was like, okay, this is probably this is probably God's way of punishing me. Uh, like, if I die on this trip, then I don't know what my mom's going to say. I can only hope that she forgives me for this. <laughs> Those kind of thoughts were running in my head at that point. Mm-hmm. I was really freaked out. And my friend was also really freaked out at that point. She was so scared. Um, and, of course, I, I mean, I think people, the, the girls in front were also like, you know, but they, I think they were all just kind of like trying to stay calm. Yeah, because they're driving. Um, they were driving, yeah. They were driving. Yeah. I was at that. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm the first one. If anything were to happen, she decides to text anyone. Then I'll be the first one to get texted. I'm like, yeah. just, just pray and hope for the best. Because honestly, there's nothing else we could do. We can't, we, we cannot even like stop by uh, the side of the road either. Because like I said, it was like, you know, a narrow gauge on the side. Okay. So again, this was happening. She was crying. She was still like, at one point, she was like thrashing and stuff. And then... The girl B in front, the girl C in front started screaming, ah! <laughs> like, like it was, it was like a really shrill scream. Like she was like, as in like, like she, she saw was a murder happening. Like yeah. we were all like, what's going on? Like, what's happening? It wasn't even a girl who was possessed. It was a girl in front of her sister. So my friend was driving. Girl A kind of just like swerved to the side. Oh like there God. was a slight opening crevice um on the right. So she kind of just like out of the car. Thank God there was like you know a side where you stop at that point mm-hmm. so coincidentally and then like she she put she put the emergency brake on and then we're like what what's happening what's happening what's going on and then girl, we also, girl still was like